1: It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support i love old time radio produces a new show every monday through friday each day with a different theme tuesdays it's the precursor to the i love lucy show starring lucille ball in my favorite husband this episode originally aired on november 13th 1948 and it's called learning to drive
2: we present lucille ball in my favorite husband a new series based on the delightful stories of Isabel Scott Rorick's gay, sophisticated Mr. and Mrs. Cougars. Two people who live together and like it. Starring Miss Ball with Richard Denning. <laughs> Let's look in on the Cougats and see what they're doing. It is morning and Katie, the maid, has just put breakfast on the table. And George and Liz are sitting down to it. Hmm, that coffee smells good.
3: Paper's right in front of you, George. Why don't you read it?
4: Oh, no. As soon as I pick it up, you'll start your usual squawking about not seeing my face at the breakfast table.
3: No, I won't, George. Honest. Well,
4: this should be interesting. Liz, you tore a hole in the paper.
3: Yeah. I get to see your face at breakfast, and you get to read the paper. See? <laughs>
5: How
4: can I read with a hole in the paper?
3: Well, read around it. Oh. Save all the little pieces I tore out, and you can read what you missed later. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at you through an automobile ad.
4: Well, what's so funny about that?
3: <laughs> the new Nash has blue eyes for headlights. Oh. <laughs> And your ears look like both doors are wide open
4: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you find it amusing Uh, Katie, may I have some more coffee, please?
3: Uh, Certainly, Mr. Kugat Oh, what happened to the paper? Did the dog get at it?
4: No, the cat
3: (laughs) I did it, Katie I had to because he's always reading at the table and never knows I'm here Good for you I had the same trouble with my first husband, Clarence one morning, I put an old floor mop on the chair to see if he'd notice the difference. Did he? Yes, he complimented me on my new hairdo. <laughs> then I did something awful. I set fire to his paper. Well, that must have burned him up. Oh, Mrs. Kuba. <laughs> pretty bad, huh? Well, it's early in the morning. Well, you're excused.
4: <laughs> Hey, look here. A story about my old girlfriend, Myra Ponsonby.
3: Well, we haven't heard from her in ages. What does she say is new in lower Slobovia?
4: There you go again. Just because I went around with her in college is no reason to be jealous.
3: I'm not jealous. I just wish she'd drop dead, that's all.
4: Liz, you sound so bitter
3: I am There isn't room for both of us in the same town
4: Well, better watch what you say, Liz You may have to move After all, they're still writing news stories about Myra
3: Why? What happened to dear old Myra, I hope?
4: Well, she's driving into town from her country place
3: Well, now that ought to crowd the United Nations off the front page
4: It says she has a new imported car called a zebra The upholstery is bright yellow with black streaks
3: Must have bought it to match her hair
4: Oh, now you're really being catty
3: I am not I'm glad she got a car It was dangerous flying around on that broomstick
4: I'd sure like to see that car
3: So would I I'd like to see it run over a cliff
4: Oh, don't worry about Myra She's a wonderful driver Hmm. Why, she drives like she was part of the car
3: I know. She rides a horse the same way.
4: There I wonder if her husband Minky is coming with her.
3: Mr. Minky, the Peanut King. Oh, that poor little man.
4: He seems very happy with Myra.
3: Happy? She doesn't pay attention to anything but his money. The only excitement he gets is going down to the warehouse and running barefoot through his goobers. <laughs>
5: Now, listen, Liz, Myra...
3: Oh, Myra Schmyra, Myra this, Myra that. Myra's a wonderful driver. Well, I could be a wonderful driver, too, if I knew how to drive.
0: Yeah, that would help.
3: George, Mm? give me another lesson.
4: Oh, no, thank you.
3: Mm. You haven't given me a driving lesson since last May.
4: I know, and I just stopped shaking this morning.
3: (laughs) Well, I wasn't so bad. All I did was forget to turn and went straight... Would have been all right if we weren't on a dead-end street.
4: Oh, it was such a beautiful car. I miss it. You know, it's still stuck in that house, Liz.
3: It is? Yeah. I bet they're the only people in town with a new Hudson in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, George, give me another lesson.
4: No. The answer is no. Absolutely No. <laughs> Okay, Liz. There isn't much traffic on this back road. I guess you can start driving now.
3: All right, George. Um, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. While I was waiting for you to come home, I sort of practiced in the driveway. Oh,
5: good. Do
4: uh, you remember what you did? Oh, yes,
3: yes. I turned on the ignition, I pressed the starter button, I shifted into first, I stepped on the gas, and I let out the clutch. Huh. Did I forget anything, George? Not a thing. That's how much you know. I forgot to open the garage doors.
4: Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, I said I'd do it, and I'm going through with it. Go
3: ahead and drive. All right, here I go. I push the starter button like this. George, the starter button's broken.
4: No, it isn't.
3: Well, then why doesn't it start?
4: Push it in long enough, and you'll find out.
3: But nothing yet. Ha- Ow! Oh! Why did it get hot?
4: Because it's the cigarette lighter. Oh,
3: well, what a dirty trick. Now, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Is this it? Try it. See. Okay. Well, must be broke. Uh, that was the radio.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: Now, uh... I don't want to suggest anything radical, but uh, what do you think that little button that says starter is for?
5: Hmm?
3: Oh, I guess I'm excited. Here we go. Hooray! <laughs> it started.
4: Yeah, congratulations.
3: Why aren't we going?
4: Well, you, you forgot a little thing called putting it in gear.
3: Oh, that. No, no, no! Am I doing something wrong, George? Throw out the clutch! What's the matter? with it? Nothing. Well, then why should I throw it out? Step on the clutch. Push it in. Well, why didn't you say so? My goodness, you get so excited. I am not excited. And what's that white stuff around your mouth? It's
4: just a little foam. Now, now you have the clutch out and the motor on. Mm-hmm. Shift into low.
3: Now, wait a minute. Low is up here, isn't it? No. Oh, I know. Down here. Uh, up here?
4: There's only one place left.
3: Oh, it's here. There. Now what do I do?
4: Let the clutch out.
3: Okay. What happened? George, say something. Wait till I
4: get my head out of the back seat. I think my neck is broken.
3: You know, this car doesn't work very well.
4: Start it again. I'll brace myself.
5: All
3: right. I made it. How am I driving, George?
4: Fine. Except for one little thing. What's that? You're driving on the wrong side of the road.
3: Well, what's the difference? There aren't any cars coming.
4: Well, as a favor to me and the insurance company, will you please pull over?
3: Well, I'd be delighted.
4: Well, go ahead. Here comes a car. No, wait. Stay on this side. He's going around you.
3: What a reckless driver! He shouldn't have gone up on two wheels like that.
4: Liz, let's come to a stop.
3: All right. What do I do?
4: Put your hand out. Signal for a stop. Okay. Shift into neutral.
3: Okay. Liz, you almost hit that tree. Why did you take both hands off the wheel? You told me to. I did not. You did too. You told me to shift with my right hand and signal with my left, and I didn't have any hands left over. <laughs> I am, an octopus? No! You're making a nervous wreck out of me! Oh, Cory, do you really think I'll pass my driver's license test? Why not?
0: You had the best teacher in the world, old Professor Cartwright himself. I promise
3: you won't tell George
0: you helped me. Oh, I won't let on. I'll tell him my hair suddenly turned white without any reason.
3: Did I frighten you when I went between those two cars?
0: Well, I was watching pretty closely.
3: Well, I'm glad one of us was watching. I had my eyes closed.
0: You better keep them open when you take your test.
3: I guess I'll go in now while I have my nerve. Why don't you go get a bite to eat?
0: Oh, I couldn't eat a thing. I already have something in my mouth. What? My heart.
3: Good luck, Liz. Keep your fingers crossed for me. A siren, you pull over and let it go by. You can pass a streetcar on the right at 15 miles an hour. I wonder how fast you can pass it on the left. Yes? Oh, how do you do? I'd like to get a driver's license, please. All right. Uh, name, please? Elizabeth Cougar. Address? 321 Bundy. Uh huh. Race? Of course not. I don't even have a driver's license. <laughs>
4: I uh, think this is going to be one of my bad days.
3: How much do you weigh? Guess. 285. Very amusing. 118.
4: How old are you? 21. 21. I haven't missed on that one in a long time. You know, it's funny, but there are no women drivers in the United States over 21.
3: May I have my license now? And not yet. How tall are you? Well, what's this got to do with driving? Why are you asking all these questions?
0: We want to find out what size car you'll wear.
3: How tall? With heels or in my stocking feet? Well, what's the difference? About three inches. I'm five six without them. Uh, eyes? Yes, two. Blue. Thank you. And red. What? My hair is red. That's the next question, isn't it? Naturally. Well, just a little henna rinse now and then. (laughs) Well,
4: the fingerprint and that does it. Give me your right thumb, please.
3: What for?
4: I want to hitch a ride home and mine is tired. (laughs) I'm going to take your fingerprint.
3: I don't want to put my thumb in that dirty old ink. Now, this won't
4: hurt a bit. No, I don't don't want to put put my thumb in in the ink. ink.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Well... Did you get my fingerprint?
4: Yes. Right on the end of my nose.
3: (laughs) What are you laughing at? I'm happy.
4: (laughs) This is my last day on this detail. They're moving me over to the homicide squad where things will be nice and peaceful.
3: Congratulations. Now, may I have my license?
4: No, let's just test your eyes. Now, I'll hold this white card over your eye and you tell me what you see.
3: A white card. (laughs) Now, what did you see out
2: of the other eye?
3: Nothing. Why not? It's closed. Well, open it! (laughs) Now, uh,
0: read those letters on the wall over there.
3: Okay. M-E-N. Not on the door! On the floor! (laughs) Oh, never
4: mind. Go ahead on to the driving part of the test. You're not going to pass that.
3: What makes you so sure? I know
4: the man who's going to give you the test.
3: Oh, who is it?
4: Me.
5: Oh.
3: I can drive anywhere now, Corey. I got a license.
0: Well, I'm proud of you, Liz. It certainly didn't take you long.
3: No, no. He was very sweet. As soon as he saw how I drove the car around the block, we sort of made a bargain. How do you mean? Well, he said he'd give me my license if I'd let him out of the car. I
0: know how he felt.
3: You know, there's nothing to driving, Corey. It's simple. Uh,
0: Liz, I think that car is going to turn in front of us.
3: Where? Oh, my goodness. I can't remember the difference. Between what? I can't remember the difference between the clutch... <laughs> ...and the brake.
0: Oh, Are you all right, Liz?
3: Yes. With the car. It's ruined.
0: Well, I'll get out and see what the damage is. The other car seems to be all right.
3: Well, I might have known. Look, it's a dumb woman driver. You better
0: just sit here in the car, Liz.
3: Oh, no, I won't. I want to have a word with this character. But Liz,
0: it was your fault. How
3: could it be my fault? I wasn't even looking at her.
0: Well, watch what you say,
3: then. I'll be very polite. Pardon me, madam, but do you by any chance happen to be the stupid dame who just smashed into me? Look, honey, you had plenty of time to stop. When did you get your driver's license? This morning? No, this afternoon. Why didn't you give a signal? I did. I know I had my hand out the window. I was drying my nail polish. So there. Oh, you're too bad anyway. Oh, if you're going to take that kind of an attitude, I'll just have to get an impartial witness. All right. We'll ask this kindly old gentleman standing on the corner. Uh, tell me, impartial witness, did you see the accident?
0: Liz, you know very well I was with you. Oh, Corey,
3: what's the matter with you? <laughs> well, I've had enough. I, I've taken your license number. You'll hear from my lawyer and the police. Goodbye! Goodbye, fatso. Oh!
5: Cory, yeah. <laughs> just look at our car.
3: What's George going to say? The body's all smashed, the fenders are knocked off, and the back of the car's a mess.
0: Well, maybe you don't have to let George know. If you want me to, I'll call my garage and they'll fix it for you. Oh,
3: would you, Cory? You're a pal. Now, you call me as soon as you know how much it'll be. While you're about it, see if they can fix a cracked head.
0: Well, how did you know the car had a cracked head?
3: I didn't. I was thinking about me, if George finds out. Is that you,
4: Liz?
3: Yes, dear.
4: Did you get your driver's license?
3: Yes. How'd you know?
4: Oh, some fella from the bank saw you over there. Oh. Well, you're a full-fledged driver. hmm Where's the car? Uh,
3: it's in the garage.
4: Oh, put it away. Mm -hmm. I was going down and uh, count the fenders. (laughs) I'd be surprised if I found all four of them. So would I. (laughs) Well, you've got to expect a little kidding when you first learn, Liz. Mm,
3: I know. Is dinner ready?
4: Yeah, not yet. Say, did you see the paper tonight? No, why? There was some bad news. Myra Ponsonby's missing.
3: Oh, really? What was the bad news?
4: No, I'm serious. She should have been in town this morning, and nobody knows what's happened to her. Minky called the police. He's afraid somebody made off with her.
3: Well, if somebody made off with her, it serves them right.
4: Oh, Liz, I'm surprised at you. Myra's very life may be in danger. Mm-hmm. Minky's offered a reward, $10,000.
3: dollars or peanuts?
4: Very funny. But I, I don't understand it. She, she just disappeared into thin air.
3: Do you mind if we talk about something else?
4: Uh, I even started to worry about you. What made you so late getting home?
3: Late? Oh, I was just late.
4: Well, I I thought maybe you'd run into an old friend.
3: No, it was a stranger.
5: (laughs)
4: Honey, you're acting funny. Like uh, like you'd done something wrong.
3: Me? (laughs) That's a laugh. Liz, are you hiding something? I'll get it. Hello? Oh, I've been waiting for you to call. Just a minute. <clears throat> George, would you get my coat for me? I'm cold.
4: You're wearing it.
3: Oh, well, would you hang it in the hall closet for me? I'm warm.
4: <laughs> Do you feel all right, Liz?
3: Yes, I'm fine. Just take it out to the closet like a good boy. All right. Thank you. Gee, I'm glad you called. Oh, Katie. Yes, sir?
4: I'm worried about Mrs. Cougat. She's acting so strangely. Katie, if a person you love is in trouble, it isn't wrong to eavesdrop, is it?
3: Yes, it is.
4: I knew you'd agree with me.
3: Well, I won't be any party to there. Oh, you haven't any idea how guilty I feel. Every time I see a policeman, I almost die.
4: Police? She must be in trouble.
3: No, George doesn't know yet, and when he does, murder. Murder? Really? Gosh, I didn't think I hit her that hard. The body must be all banged up. <laughs> You know how George felt about that old wreck.
4: Liz has done away with Myra.
3: (laughs) Listen, that wasn't the first time she'd been hit. Did you see all those dents in her trunk? Oh, no. How
4: could she do it?
3: And her rear bumper was in pretty bad shape, too. (laughs)
4: Oh, poor Myra.
3: Wasn't it awful? I thought she'd never stop yelling. And all I did was hit her with the front wheels. (sighs) Yes. Yes, I picked up all the parts that fell off and put them in the back seat. Oh. Well, thanks for taking care of everything. Now, don't call me again. I'll call you when George isn't around. Liz. Yes, George?
4: Liz, I'm going down and look in the garage.
3: Oh, no, you mustn't.
4: I thought so. Is it because of what I'll find down there?
3: Yes, I didn't want you to know.
4: Oh, Liz, baby, you're in terrible trouble.
3: I am? Yes.
4: And I want you to know that no matter what happened, I'll stick by you.
3: Well, thanks, George, but aren't you getting a little dramatic about this? Dramatic? Yeah, I just smacked her in the back when she wasn't looking.
4: Liz, you you don't know what you're saying. And to think I drove you to this
3: Oh, you did not I drove myself
4: Oh, no, you're just trying to save me Oh, oh, look Here comes a policeman
3: Well, what do you suppose he wants? He's after you Do you really think so? For a little thing like that? Little thing?
4: You could get the chair for that
3: I could? Oh Gosh, I'm glad I didn't go through a red light
4: Look, you go hide in the kitchen, and, and I'll tell them you've left for Mexico.
3: Si, senor. I'll go like you told me. Oh, how can you <laughs> joke at a time like this?
4: Mr. Cougan? Uh, yes? Sergeant Lewis, Homicide Squad. Uh, you're on the wrong trail, Sergeant. She isn't here. She's, she's gone to Mexico. Oh, now,
2: just a minute, Mr. Coogan. Uh, she's huh? innocent.
4: She she didn't even know my Ponsonby. And besides, she's insane. She must be. She married me. We're both insane.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Kugat, if you
4: don't mind. I'll never convict her. I'll fight this in every court of the land. Mr. Cougat, I just came here to make a routine check. But suppose you tell me what you
0: know about this case. Who is this she you're talking about? Pardon
3: me, Mrs. Cougott. Who's in the living room? A policeman, Katie. He came to arrest me. Arrest? you? What for? For having a little accident this afternoon. My goodness, George acts like I killed somebody. He told me to hide in the kitchen until the police were gone. Oh, it's certainly wonderful of Mr. Cougat to shield you like this. I know, I appreciate it, but it just doesn't seem right. I feel so sneaky cowering in the kitchen. Katie, I can't do it. Now, Mrs. Cougat, don't do anything you'll be sorry for. I can't help it. I've got to take my medicine. I'm going in there and give myself up.
4: I think you'd better come along with me, Mr. Cougar. This sounds mighty suspicious. Wait,
3: hold everything. I confess, I'm guilty. Liz, I can't go on like this, George. I did it, and I've got to pay the penalty. Officer, put the bracelets on me.
4: Now, Liz, don't say a word until I get a lawyer. They can't prove a thing. Mrs. Cougat Step up to the desk And the sergeant Will get some information From you All right Now what's your name
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's you again Oh hello How do you like it Here in Homicide
4: Everything's been dead Up till now
3: (laughs) Well this is a very Sweet little jail You have here
4: Well it's not much But you'll call it home Now don't give me Any trouble lady Just answer my questions You ready
3: I don't like you
4: Liz, don't be fresh This may mean your
3: life Oh, George
4: Okay, let's get this over with What's your name?
3: Elizabeth Cougar Address? 321 Bundy Age? 21 How much do you weigh? 118 How much do you weigh? 195 Age? 32 Address? 410 Crescent What's your name? Frank Nelson Say, wait a minute! <laughs> Who's going what to who?
5: <laughs> oh,
3: she got you that time, Frank
5: <laughs> Hey, let
4: me try Oh, no Nobody can do that to me We'll try it again What's your name?
3: Elizabeth Cougott.
4: Oh, no, that's how you got me last time. You
0: start.
3: All right. What's your name? Frank Nelson. Address? Fort Ed Age? 32. How much do you weigh? 195. How
0: much do you weigh? Four
3: pounds. Age? Eight. Eight. 85. Address? Gettysburg. What's your name? Abraham Lincoln. I knew I do it! But, Frank, you,
0: you didn't.
4: Well, I did, too. Oh, yeah? What'd she say? Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 let me handle this. <clears throat> What's your name?
3: Elizabeth Cougar. what's your name? Martin Lewis How do you do? This is Frank Nelson How
4: do you do? How do you do? do, do? a Please, Liz, let's not make things any worse You're in deep enough as it is Now, Mrs. Cougat, suppose you tell us the whole story
3: of what happened in your
4: own words Don't say a word, Liz, until a lawyer gets here
3: Oh, what's the difference, George? I was going along Main Street, and there she was, right in front of me And before I could stop myself, I hit her
0: Did she cry
3: out? She yelled her head off
0: What did you do with the body?
3: I had them jack it up and haul it away in the truck Uh,
0: uh, didn't
4: it give you goose flesh?
3: No Oh, I was a little nervous, but after all, I just got my license
0: License? What is this, open season?
3: (laughs) Now you listen to me, sister Okay, brother Don't brother me, sister Well, don't sister me, brother
0: (laughs) Uh, Hold it, hold it, hold it Lewis speaking What's that?
4: Oh, you found Myra Ponsonby. Well, how's the body? Just say alive. Never mind the whistling. Yeah? Yeah, I got it okay. How do you like that? She's alive.
3: Yeah, darn it.
4: Where'd they find Myra? She got arrested for speeding through a small town and the sheriff threw her in jail.
3: <laughs> there, George. There's your wonderful driver for you. Put in jail and all I had was a little wreck.
4: You had a wreck?
3: Of course. What did you think? Oh my goodness, you thought that I killed Myra. Oh! oh! What's so funny? Oh, I can't wait to get the car fixed. That's a wonderful idea. <laughs>
4: Liz, Hmm? for heaven's sakes, put down that book and turn out the light. It's almost two o'clock.
3: I've only got one more chapter to read, George. I've got to find out who committed the murder. I'm certain it was the upstairs maid.
4: No, it wasn't. It was the butler.
3: Oh, George, why did you tell me?
4: Well, now maybe you'll put out the light. Oh,
3: all right. George? Hmm? Are you sure it was the butler?
4: Yes, I'm positive. Now, now go to sleep.
3: Well, the way I had it figured When the crime was committed The upstairs maid was downstairs And the downstairs maid was upstairs Still, if the upstairs maid had seen the downstairs maid Coming up the front stairs She would have gone down the back stairs Of course, if the downstairs maid had come up the back stairs When the upstairs maid was coming down She'd have known the upstairs maid wasn't downstairs It's too bad they didn't have an elevator Honey,
4: Believe me, it was the butler. He killed his wife.
3: Oh. But why did he kill her?
4: He killed her because she talked too much when he was trying to go to sleep.
3: Oh. Good
5: night, George. (laughs)
2: We have just heard My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Also heard in tonight's cast were John Heestand, Ruth Parrott, Frank Nelson, B. Benaderet and Herb Weigren. The program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll Jr. Original music was by Marlon Skiles and was conducted by Wilbur Hatch. And now stay tuned for The Camel Caravan starring Vaughn Monroe. This is CBS the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>
0: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with
1: your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, it's hard for me to think about people not knowing how to drive. I mean, I come from a generation where practically everyone learned to drive. But then I look at my daughter's generation and see her and some of her peers. They don't. And her son doesn't even drive. But then again, he's three. So there's that. It's a good episode. I found it uh, very entertaining when Liz spoke with the detectives and that little banter back and forth, kind of like a who's on first type thing. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed this episode too. Tomorrow we join Private Eye, George Valentine, in Let George Do It, and join us again next Tuesday for a new episode of My Favorite Husband. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.